Citizen Reporter number 435 for the 10th of November, 2012, from Tunisia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Citizen Reporter. It's the Arab Artists in a Revolution series. I'm here in Tunisia. It's now several days that I've been here recording interviews, learning about the country and what's been going on, past and present, accompanied, of course, by Christopher Leiden, and you can hear our work on Radio Open Source. But today, it's a Citizen Reporter podcast, and we're speaking with Adele. Adele, who was introduced to me as a avid cyclist who was organizing a special event. And well, let's let the conversation do the rest of the talking. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, greetings from Tunisia. I'm in La Marsa. We call it La Principauté de La Marsa, which is... Uh, the royal... Uh, yeah. yeah. Why do we call it? Because it's the last freedom... Uh, area in 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 the country actually. So we've <laughs> made we it to the last free area of the country. Yeah, th- things that uh, we consider as interesting happen here. That's why. But it, I mean, there are, it depends from the point of view of people. Uh, some for some other people, what is what is interesting actually in the country is what's happening in the frontier with the with Libya in uh, the uh, refugee camps. These are the refugee camps of Libyans who are here? African. Actually, there are 2,000 people uh, who are there since the uh, revolution uh, in in Libya. And um, they have uh, um, uh, been there just because they didn't get their... uh, uh, I mean, passports to to go into the country in, in Tunisia. Uh, the, the camp was bigger than that, and uh, um, Egyptian went home, uh, Libyan went home, and actually there's some Africans from Mali, uh, from Sudan, uh, yeah. Who were working in Libya and then found themselves unwelcome. Not only, the, the, some of them also um, crossed the frontiers uh, of uh, of Tunisia when they were uh, hermetic, uh, when there was uh, not so much uh, uh, army in uh, to to guard the uh, the borders. Yeah, the borders. Yeah, and they went from Mali and from Sudan because uh, 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 at that period, I mean, two years ago, there was um, uh, conflicts in that area, hmm. so uh, they came into uh, into here. It, it sounds like that's the kind of topic that in a time where there are so many issues that are occupying the in the media, the conversations you're having here and, and in government, it sounds like there's, there wouldn't be many people advocating, talking about it, worrying about it, uh, representing those people that are in the camps. Because we live in an infobesity period. There's too what was that much word? infobesity. It's like obesity but uh, from info. Info obesity. You have obese people and now you have information obesity. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we feel sometimes like uh, we don't uh, make the, the, the whole uh, topic uh, on, on hand because there's too much events, uh, infos, uh, things happening. 
and we try to fix uh, the most of the info around uh, if, um, each each affair, each daily affair on a daily basis, hmm. and we come info base. Let's go back. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to ask this a few times on this trip since it's my first time in Tunisia, and it's where we're two years uh, into the post-revolution time. Or I guess it's not post-revolution time. It's the process. Is that how do you look at it, Adele? Uh, I never. Uh, I mean. Uh, Look, look at it uh, that way, but everybody, uh, I mean, uh, is talking about the after revolution. In 2011, uh, I will say that my year was uh, marked by a book. Uh, you may uh, know know it or heard about it, which is uh, the Homo um, disparitus in uh, in French. Uh, and in English, it's The World Without Us. It's a book uh, that uh, describes... Uh, it, it starts with a, an, an hypothesis. It's a, it's, uh, it's a hypothesis about if we uh, extract the human from the Earth, from the, from the planet, what would, be hap what would happen? Where were you, and what were you doing in the in those days of 2011, uh, at the height of the revolution or the outbreak of it? Completely inaction after uh, since the uh, um, 15, 16 of uh, January, we decided with some uh, some of uh, some friends uh, to uh, to create. Um, a site which is uh, we call we call it fhemdcom which is I understand you. It's the last word uh, said by Ben Ali be before leaving. So it's a social media. Uh, it's a media, a local media called fhemdcom, uh, which is fhemdcom. And uh, after that, it 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 became um, a CISO, a civil society organization, which is called uh, ATLN. Uh, um, uh, the Tunisian Association for Numerical Freedom. So we uh, we work on uh, net neutrality, on uh, on freedom uh, of expression, access to information, uh, numerical freedoms, uh, censorship, uh, stuff like that, on on internet. Basically, because. We felt at that moment that the uh, Facebook movement uh, helped a lot uh, having that kind of uh, revolution. Like, people don't want to, to say the word revolution nowadays. They don't feel like they made re the revolution system is still here. It's like uh, before burn, uh, uh, we, are not, we are not born. We don't, I, I mean, we started the, the process two years ago with uh, <laughs> we made we made love two years ago and we, now we are pregnant. <laughs> I hope that we'll we'll arrive to born, but you're never sure. <laughs> oh, wow, okay, I've I've heard it called a time the time right now a time of crisis um, and an internal crisis here in. Tunisia. We we are still talking, keep talking about crisis, uh, worldwide crisis since years, 
the crisis is something that happened in a certain period and then it's, it's gone. How can we talk about crisis during years? And how can we talk about crisis during two years here, actually, in Tunisia? I don't know. I, I don't feel like it, it's a crisis. It's a crisis of, uh, of, uh, of trust, for example. I, I agree. Who and who? Everybody and everybody. Uh, government in, uh, in people, people in government, Line C, which is the constituent assembly in, uh, in his uh, members, uh, police in, uh, in, in the uh, uh, streets, uh, people from the police, from the army. There's a real uh, trust uh, crisis, crise de confiance. So in this time of, of crise de confiance, who do you trust? Well, where do you look? Sophia. I agree. I take my orders from Sophia. <laughs> That's it? You trust your friends? Yeah, sure. I trust people who will ride with me tomorrow. The cyclists. We're going to be the a bunch cyclists. of cyclists. Yeah. Even these two clowns, these visiting, I'm pointing to myself and Christopher Leiden, who are going to get on bikes. You trust us. <laughs> Sure, we are talking. Uh, I mean, uh, now we're gonna write tomorrow, but, and that's uh, thanks to Sophia. I mean, so yeah. I trust Sophia. But, but really, though, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to to <laughs> to muse on these things. No, but do you think that that's what a lot of people are doing these days? They're not sitting around pointing to which politician they trust. Are they just looking to their friends and family and and community and going, this much I can, I can process, I can think about, I can work on my space here? Mm. Well, I, I don't feel that. I feel like uh, everybody's uh, waiting for the um, info of the day, which is spread uh, mainly uh, via radios, uh, what they read, what they... Uh, for, for, from the four media, I mean, uh, um, television, radio, uh, newspapers, uh, and uh, internet. So I feel like everybody's waiting on a daily basis on the info of the day. What will uh, be the uh, uh, subject uh, to, to talk about? Because on a daily basis, there's something. We live in an info war. So people are waiting to see what's coming, like in, in, in order to get prepared, or because they want something and they're waiting no, for it No, because happen. they are living uh, since uh, two years on a rhythm of an info a day, a big info a day, something like Ghanoushis went on the, on the mosque and said, uh, uh, what he said yesterday? Uh, don't uh, uh, ah people no uh, yeah people have to boycott the um, uh, the uh, how to call that the grand surface uh, uh, the supermarkets, supermarkets yeah uh, who sell uh, alcohol oh. so that was the info of yesterday what was the info of uh, two days ago. Uh, the guy who uh, showed uh, his um, lancel. Uh, Did you see it? No. You heard about it? No. Okay, well. But so every day, people are waiting for the, for the, the, the news bite, the sound bite that comes out of the, the presidential palace. I mean, why? Uh, the, now they are used to. <laughs> I mean, 
they, they, they are living in that way two, since two years. So what do you do for yourself? Like as a, as a citizen, as a concerned citizen, I would say, uh, you strike me as someone who is conscious of what's happening. You're still getting info despite the info war. You're not choosing to, to close the door and shut off the computer. You, we, we live in an info war and our guns are info. So we have to spread a different kind of info uh, around us. Uh, for example, an info of trust, an info of uh, that, I mean, you will give the example also uh, that you can uh, live uh, on a trusty way. You, you have to spread the word that uh, for, for a citizen, for example, that he can uh, fight for his right uh, uh, in a civil society mode so that he can reach a CSO, uh, for example, to participate in the uh, uh, public issue. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So those kinds of uh, info that we transmit around us are, uh, are necessary for me, for example, to, to feel like I'm doing something. Uh, I'm not just crossing my hands and uh, watching the info, I'm not, I don't want to receive only, I want also to participate, to create the info. Yeah. And so that's what you do, you, you get involved by creating, by, by being part of the media. I hope that, I hope that. Your, your phone is asking me something. <laughs> a friend of mine said, Tunisia today is a, a bipolar place uh, with the two extremes, the he called them the religious and the secular or the non-religious extremes. Those are the two poles and you go to one or the other in this country or that's where people are going. Well, well I'm interested uh, to see what the other extremist will say uh, about the same uh, idea. Not me. I, have, I, I consider myself as being... Uh, the uh, in la principauté of le Marsa, but what are the uh, the average Joe's tr tribe in uh, Gafsa? Uh, the guy who is, uh, I mean, preparing uh, something would say about that. Mm. And, and I have to go there and ask him. I mean, the 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 lack of trust. Uh, prevent me also to, to go to uh, the guy in Gafsa uh, and to uh, the Salafist who is in Gafsa and uh, talk to him and try to figure how, how he feels things. Is there real bipolarity actually in Tunis? In which camp uh, do you feel yourself? I think the dialogue uh, must be something uh, on a permanent uh, basis and between all the uh, all people here because when when i talk to 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 guys like you i mean to uh, american to spanish to to italian to french he he told me they told me you are in a small country 12 million people you are a uh, one religion country which is islam at 99% you are. Uh, you don't have uh, tribe uh, wars or stuff like that. 
just because it's 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 the small country you don't uh, need so much resources like in argentina for example or in uh, uh, countries like Brazil or stuff like that uh, so you have the most the biggest chances to be uh, relevant in region experience uh, after what happened you got, you if there will be a, sp a spring it will be in Tunisia not in Libya not in Morocco they don't uh, they don't feel like Morocco is in a good uh, way. Not like Egypt, because Egypt is a huge and their problem also. Not like in Syria, not like in Bahrain. You know what I mean? Yeah. People fr from outside feel like this country has a lot of chances to, to go into uh, the good process. But when you are here and you talk to people, it's really difficult to find that, that that kind of optimism for uh, for 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 them, because they live in the war, in the info war, mm. which, which is different. I think that's pretty important what you say. You know, the impression that outsiders have is something, but the impression people here living it have is is, is something else. And that's kind of part of why we we're making this journey. We're, we're sitting down to talk about these topics because one of my goals is. I don't know much, but I know that countries are more complicated than we often summarize them as in, in the news. And I'm not just talking as an American, I'm talking as a citizen of the world. And I think people can handle the complicated conversations. They can hear them, they can even understand them, but you have to have them. Um, and it, it strikes me that here in Tunisia, there's a, there's a complicated conversation to be had, but it, it, it can be, it can be explained. When I need trust, I, I go to those uh, ideas. I go to outside the country, even if 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 I'm here with my mind. I mean, I I try to to see other other experiences. I try to talk to my colleagues from uh, from around the world. Hmm. It it seems like Tunisia's a place. Like I knew Tunisia as a boy. I studied in France for a little while. Boom. Uh, I I know Tunisians in my everyday life in school with me at the shops. Um, I work in online media. Again, I run into Tunisians working in online media, some in the country, some traveling. I would get the impression, I've gotten the impression that Tunisia is a place where everyone is touched in some way by another country. And that's pretty special because uh, I have strong connections to Brazil and to the United States and there are people who have feel very little connection to the rest of the world. Now, I don't know if, maybe I'm just hearing from a minority of Tunisians, but it feels like Tunisia at all levels, even the poorest person, maybe who a relative said, I have to get out of here and, and went to go work in another country. It seems like Tunisians are very connected to at least another country, if not the world. And that's kind of, I think that's kind of special for this place. But am I reading it right? Is it so that this country is very connected to beyond its borders? I think people here are redefining their Tunisianity. Leur Tunisianité. Uh... When I when I used to um, bring my uh, daughters to their school, just in in time of Ben Ali, I take time to uh, to stay for the flag uh, um, saluting saluting mm -hmm. yeah because we make that uh, on a daily um, every day in in the school for children because I I understood that the uh, the state is something and the nation is another thing. With, I don't confuse the state and the nation. I always, uh, I, I was always 
proud to be Tunisian, even if there was, you know, something uh, ill on it. Uh, I was proud of that. So now we are trying to uh, redefine that Tunisianity. I felt just uh, last year that I was, there, there was an excess of proud of being Tunisian because we created the event during the year. And now I feel like everybody is wondering if he, he can be proud of his country, if he can be proud of what's happening in the country, if he can be proud of his peers because he lost trust in them. You know what I mean? I mean, how can I say I'm a Tunisian, I'm proud of it when I see that guys in the street are throwing uh, dishes from, uh, from this, uh, the, uh, uh, the window of their car? How can I be proud to be Tunisian when I see someone showing his lancel in, 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 in the media saying that he will uh, do uh, bad things? Uh, how can I be proud in a, in, a, in, a, in a country where its president is... Uh, I mean, uh, an alcoholic guy. Uh, every day, he's, he he finishes his 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 night uh, with uh, with a bottle of whiskey, and tomorrow he has to deal with uh, uh, I mean, uh, international institution regarding the uh, the uh, future of the country and stuff like that. So they are wondering, and I'm wondering, and everybody's wondering, what is to what, how to be Tunisian? What is the Tunisian? How does the, the beyond the borders aspect connect to, to that redefining your, your Tunisiality? Are you saying that people that are abroad, wherever they are in the world, they're still Tunisians? I mean, what do you... I don't know of, of, of Tunisians who live abroad. Uh, I mean, I don't know how, how they feel. Uh, maybe the, the fact that they are not here, they live the thing differently. I don't know if they're... Uh, they, it depends also if they are active or not in a political party, in CSOs, uh, if they are involved uh, in the, the public issue or not. It depends. But uh, that thing, which is Tunisianity, everybody is wondering uh, uh, about it, I think. Even if they don't say it in that word, but in, in their minds, in their spirit, in their uh, feelings, they, they don't know what to feel about what's happening in the country. Hmm. Um, tomorrow we'll we'll get on bikes and we'll ride in, in what sounds like a critical mass ride. I think a lot of people have heard of these gatherings of cyclists. Usually it's to to say we're here, yeah. give us part of the road, be careful, right. you know, don't don't kill us. Right. Um, even in Tunisia, critical mass, especially in Tunisia, it's the right time to do it. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm. It's four years that I'm trying to. Uh, build the community uh, and to uh, strength the ecosystem, the bike ecosystem in Tunisia by, uh, you know, gathering people around, uh, around the ride or around the talk about the bikes uh, and stuff like that. It's the right time to do it because people need that, the freedom that the bike give. Uh, it's the right time to do it because people can't do it without having the policemen uh, showing up uh, to, to stop them. Mm -hmm. It's the right time to do it because it's something that will bring the uh, equilibre. The balance. The yeah. balance. Mm. I like it also because 
I'll speak from my Portuguese side here. Many times, although things are changing, but many times in Portugal in the last decades, people will say, oh, bike lanes and, and that sort of environmentalism We'll get there, but first we have to fix the economy, and we've got this whole list of other priorities. And that whole cycling thing is, is those are what we call first world uh, problems. And I find it interesting that right here, there's a long list of issues, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna ignore cycling, you're not gonna ignore that kind of spirit. And, and we're gonna see, I guess, you know, people do turn out, and they're, they're into this idea. It gives them sense. They are losing the sense in their life. It's something that will give them sense. Like a meaning or like a... Yeah, meaning, yeah. Huh. Le sens en anglais, uh, en yeah. français. Meaning, yeah. 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 It's a meaningful thing to do. I like it. I'm going to get some meaning with you uh, tomorrow. <laughs> All right, uh, Adele. Uh, two things. One, we're going to... Uh, Chris is going to talk to you for a second. And, uh, and, but there was one tag on, on my piece here. Um, I want to accompany this with a little bit of music, and I want it to be your, your choice, something Tunisian. So you, you can say it now, and I will, I will splice it in here. Uh, what should, you know, give me something, if you want to give me something revolutionary, go for it, if you, recommend me something. Uh, something like, uh, I will send you that song. الشمس والريح والسحاب نحلف بالموجه الغداره دلا على حبك منتوب لا لا من من صعبك عليا نكتب اسمك بالدم في ديا ونرجع لك ديما 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 ما ما Thank you. 